on guys, quick shout out to our gold level sponsors, Anglesey Family Chiropractic, they're out in Spokane Valley. They're also here in Coeur d'Alene. Go check them out. Dr. Craig Anglesey is amazing. He'll get you feeling nice and good. Also want to give a shout out to Training is Ritual. These guys are a great MMA apparel company. They've also got gear to hook you up. If you're into death metal or horror movies or jujitsu, leg locks, this is the brand for you. Really cool designs, very unique. Can't find them anywhere else. Awesome quality gear from Training is Ritual. Go check them out. John, you're a fighter and a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu champion, man. Thank you so much for taking time. I appreciate it. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. I'd like to start off going back a bit. I mean, you're a big dude. Like, what was childhood yeah. like for you? Did you always like lifting and getting big and stuff like that? Well, what started is I'm a I'm actually a type one diabetic, and okay. I wasn't really told that I would be able to do a whole lot of training and such. And I got diagnosed when I was like 11. Oh, and wow. so I was like, man, I fell in love with lifting growing up through high school and I started powerlifting and, you know, and I wanted to be the strongest I could. Um, but I've always liked MMA. I've always loved watching it. And I worked at a nutrition store and uh, a guy who trained at the gym I, I'm at now, um, back then he's moved, but he was like, yeah, you need to come out and check out premier combat center. And I was like, you know what? I'll do it. And, uh, and I dabbled with a little bit of martial arts and I was like 16 and then, you know, by the time I was 17, 18, I went over to Premier and started training. And then here we go at 20 years old. I'm still doing it. And uh, we're competing and making it a career now. So come on, man. How does uh, that type one diabetes or a diabetic being a type one diabetic? How does that affect your training at all? It's an opponent that nobody else knows about. And okay. so the thing is, like, aside from really, it's not horrible. But the thing is, is like when I'm training, you have, it's another thing to think about. Your, your sugar goes low, you know what I mean? Before a fight with the weight cut, you have to make sure your sugars are on point. Or, you know, if you go low during a fight, your performance is going to be terrible. Or if you're high, you know, it's going to be terrible. So you really have to make sure you're controlling your numbers yeah. um, during training and fighting or else, you know, obviously you're going to have huge problems in your performance. So it's another thing to think about. But, you know, as, as you have diabetes for a while, you kind of get used to how to figure out how to manage it and such. So it's not yeah. too bad. Gotcha. Now, if topology is correct, you just had your first MMA fight like a year ago, right? And you're already yeah. three and one. Yeah. Yes. That's sir. crazy, dude. Come on, yeah. man. That's awesome. Yeah. So I was, I, uh, I'm 20 years old now. So my first one, yeah, I would have been 19. And uh, I'm, uh, I'm supposed to have one May 29th, my first title fight uh, as okay. an amateur here. But it's, uh, I don't know what the deal is. I'm training like it's still on, but you know, I haven't heard anything yet. It's like I said, May 29th. So hopefully we can, we can make it happen, but yeah, I, hope, I'm, I don't know. This whole coronavirus is just ridiculous. So right? I'm trying to stay ready, you know, so I don't have to get ready. And, yeah. Know, plan, but. Best way to be man, for sure. What was the reaction from your parents and your friends were like, I want to go get in this cage and go do this MMA thing. Honestly, they, my friends were like, oh, that's, I, that's great. My parents were a little like, they they weren't against it, but they just feared that I would get hurt or yeah. that kind of the usual parent thing. Like, you know, they, were, they didn't want to see their kid getting beat up or getting hit in a cage or whatever it is. So right. that's uh, that's always a little hump. But, you know, they, they've come to my, my last couple fights and they loved it and uh, they were super supportive of it. So Nice. It, your only loss came to this guy, Gabriel Freher or something like that, last September. Yeah. Is that a loss that you want to run back, or do you kind of take that loss and just learn from it, move on? Man, there's a lot I could say about it. I personally, I I thought I won that fight. Um, yeah. You know what I mean? And but here's the deal, man. That fight, the way the outcome went, 
was the best thing that could have ever happened to me. And the reason I say that is I, um, my first fight, this big dude, he's, he's got division one wrestler. He's a boxer. He's, you know, pretty experienced guy. I didn't even know. Actually the funny story when I got there uh, on my first opponent and I'll get to the second guy. And I was like, man, I feel bad for us to fight this guy. Cause he's huge. I mean, this guy made me look like a, a twig. I mean, this guy's ginormous. <laughs> and he's, he's like, his buddies told me he had a bunch of boxing fights and he's a division one wrestler. And I come to find out all this after, well, I beat this guy and then I go and I'm fighting Gabe and I'm thinking my head's all big. I'm like, Oh, I'm ready to go. I'm going to be feeling good. First round goes great. And I knock him down in the first round. It was a really good round for me. Um, and I, if the best thing that happened was, I mean, granted, I always want to get a win, but sure. if I would have finished him in the first round there, I wouldn't have learned anything. And what I learned was, is you can't fight at a pace that, you know what I mean? Like too high of a pace. And I just yeah. went in there to go, 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 go. And by the third round, I was exhausted. Um, I didn't take any damage really in the fight. He just held me against the cage in the third round. And, and look, their game plan going in and i've actually trained at their gym and, and we're all cool um after the fact and and their game plan was like you know we're gonna weather the storm in the first round and really try to to grind out and do what we can to do to get a win and they played their game plan and yeah. um, and that's why i don't leave it in the judges you know i i was bitter for a little bit because i like i said i thought i won the fight but sure. um a rematch i think actually gabe is done with mma from what he okay. told me and i gotcha. don't know I'm, here's the thing, as an amateur, rematches aren't really important to me because as an amateur career, your record really doesn't matter. Yeah. All what matters is I want to see as many different looks and against as many different game opponents as I can because by the time I go pro um, in the next year or two, then I'm ready to – I've seen you know different looks. I've seen a striker. I've seen good wrestlers, a jiu-jitsu guy. I've seen guys with more experience than me, um, and that's the goal. I want to fight the – hardest fights i can as an amateur and get that experience now so that yeah. when i'm a pro i'm ready to rock and roll for for whoever so come on now so. you've won fights on the feet you've won fights on the ground do you have a preference of where you like to take the fight that's an interesting question man everyone's starting to think i'm a jiu-jitsu guy now but i really i prefer to stand up and that's okay. kind of my, my bread and butter i'm actually um planning next year to move to tiger muay thai for a full year uh wow. train out there in okay. thailand so i really want to divulge into that and just really you know i'm 20 years old about to finish up college here this year and you know what better time to go out and train full-time in thailand and and right. get my striking where it needs to be so yeah dude that's gonna be awesome did you ever get scared or nervous before fight not scared or nervous of the fight because you know it's what we do we get we, we train every day we're getting hit we're, we're pushing ourselves to the brink every day but yeah the loss for sure the loss like i never want i i i'm very competitive i always want to make sure i can you know forward my career because i'm putting you know most of my efforts into this sport and winning is your the way to forward your career in this sport yeah. you win fights your your career is going to go forward and so losing fights yeah it sucks you know and and you know you can learn from losses but definitely the win and the loss is the big thing that that is my battles i really want to get that win and and because i know that i win this fight i'm able to continue on the path that i'm trying to get to you know so yeah now you've had four fights now when you get in the cage are you still able to hear your coaches or do you kind of get in there and have your game plan and just kind of do your own thing 
The first two fights, I was literally a madman. I didn't hear anything. I, I barely, it was everything a million miles an hour. My yeah. third fight um, definitely slowed down. You know, like okay. I said, I learned a lot after the Gabe fight. So I really learned from that. I need to pace myself. And, and so my third fight was, I, I, could, I was listening to my coaches more. I was more relaxed. And then my last fight, I, I was 100% more calm than I've ever been. I felt Sweet. like I belonged in there. I felt, you know, and, and granted, it was the first opponent in my last fight that had less experience than me. Sure. And so I really felt like I could relax and just be, you know, in my environment. And my, it felt like for the first time, the cage was like meant for me. And I was like belonged there and I didn't feel uncomfortable in any way. So, yeah. Oh, man. So cool to hear, dude. That's awesome. Yeah, for sure. I wanted to uh, shift to a few fun questions here for us. Yeah, for sure. I've got these things. They're called pod decks. Essentially, they're just random questions for us podcasters. I'm going right. to pull one out. Hopefully, it's not a flop, but we'll see what happens here. We'll see. Uh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> this one says, if you got stuck in an elevator and were forced to listen to only one song, what would that song be? Honestly, that's tough, man. <laughs> that is tough. I'd probably go like uh, Dust in the Wind because I'd be gone. I'd be a goner if I was stuck in an elevator. <laughs> I'd probably I'd choose that or my walkout song so I could get hyped up and try to bust out of the elevator. Yeah, for sure. What's your walkout song? Have you seen the movie uh, Sicario? Yeah, yeah. It's the it's the it's if you look it up, it's called The Beast. It's like okay. when they go over the border. It's that like dark theme that plays it's yeah. actually really intense listen to it if you can after after the podcast it's yeah good. okay yeah, so that's cool. what i that's what i walk out to how much do you deadlift the most i ever hit uh sumo with straps so straps make it a little easier i hit 800 wow okay yeah, yeah. okay powerlifting was my thing before conventional i hit 750 um, okay. with straps i never i never deadlifted without straps because i have uh hands like a girl so i don't okay. uh I have, I have terrible grip strength, so I'm like, okay. I always use straps, but it is what it is. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I notice you prep your meals a lot, but what's a favorite cheat uh, cheat meal for you? Favorite cheat meal? That is tough, too. Honestly, I don't get too crazy on cheat meals. I'll usually make, like, a really extravagant smoothie or something. Okay. That's usually what I like to do, just load it up with whatever I want in there and that's yeah. what I'll usually do. They, they call me juice box because when I, my blood sugar goes low, I drink juice boxes and then they always see me drinking smoothies all the time. So okay. all my teammates call me juice boxes. I'm obsessed with juice and smoothies. So yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. Sure. There's this rise of bare knuckle boxing going on. Are you a fan of bare knuckle boxing? Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. Anything, my, would you ever do that? Well, one of my close teammates is actually Dakota Cochran, if you know Oh, who nice. Is. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. So he uh, like he just knocked out Johnny Hendricks, and then, you know, he beat Chris Lieben. And, Come uh, on. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, MMA is my thing, and yeah. uh, I'd like to, I'd like to, you know, obviously get to the top in that. But, man, if, if an opportunity for Bare Knuckle ever came about, you know what I mean? I think that would be kind of fun. Um, yeah. But yeah. we'll see. I mean, Dakota, man. Dakota, that guy's meant for it. He never wears wraps in practice ever. Wow. So it's like that guy's got hands of steel. So it's like yeah. looking at that, I don't want to break my hands. But yeah, the opportunity. I, you know, I love I love testing myself and getting into different things. So you know, sure. who knows? Who knows? Right on. One question I always have to ask: favorite type of music, or do you have a favorite band that you like to listen to? Um, honestly, I'm I listen to what, like anything as long as it's not I don't. I like Johnny Cash if I'm going to go country, but really country is the only like limit. I don't like country too much. Yeah. But um, if I am going to do country, I'll do Johnny Cash. But other than that, I 
whatever, as long as it's upbeat. I don't like sad music. I like music that's going to like get me going, ready to ready to train or whatever it is. Even at my like, chill times, I'll listen to upbeat music. So Yeah. Love it, man. Why don't you also give you an opportunity to give a shout out to teammates, coaches, sponsors, anything like that, man. The, the camera's all yours. For sure, man. Well, Twin J, Scott Johnson, man, he's uh, he's my main guy, and uh, he he's working so hard. I want to shout him out, you know, especially during coronavirus. Um, he runs a big trucking company here in, in uh, Nebraska, and uh, they're delivering 3M masks right now. Wow. Uh, so they're running day and night, and, you know, he's, he's taking care of me. He's been in my corner helping me out, um, you know, talk to me when I need someone to chat with, whatever it is. And then, you know, my coaches, you know, Ryan Jensen, you know, fought in the UFC several times. He's, yeah. he's helped me so much get to where I need to be. And, and then Derek Minner, um, he just fought Grant Dawson, uh, back in like two months ago, probably. Okay. Um, and those guys have been helping me so much just to increase my level. And, and, you know, it's, it's really good in the sport when you got guys that believe in you, you know, Scott, uh, Derek and, and Jensen, you know, they really want the best for me and, and uh, on all my endeavors, you know, and they, they see me as just a young 20 year old who, who's willing to learn. And, and from them, I just all the advice, all the technique, whatever it is they have to offer me, I'm just willing to, to put in the hours and the training to get to where I need to go. So very cool, man. Dude, it's been such an honor to have you on the show, John. I'm excited Thanks to see your so career, much. man. Thank you. It's my pleasure. What's going on, guys? Thank you so much for watching this video today. I really appreciate it. If you could go and share this everywhere you can leave us a review leave us a rating we would really appreciate it that helps us get the word spread out about our podcast and about our show and we can bring you amazing stories of the people that we bring on for the bearded biz and the top rated mma show thank you again have an awesome day